0: Hi there and welcome to Garden Church Podcast. We're excited that you've tuned in to hear a message from one of our team. I know that you'll be encouraged in your faith and challenged to live for God. We pray that you'll encounter Jesus in new and fresh ways as you listen to this podcast. God has got something great for you. Okay, are we ready church? All right, so as Pastor Victoria did mention, We have started a series called Moving Forward. Say it with me. Ready? Three, two, one. Moving Forward. Moving Forward. It consists of three things. It's moving on, moving through, and moving into. To move forward this year, church, it's like past, present, and future. That the past, we're moving on from the past. We're moving through the present. And we are moving into the future. That is our direction. That is where we are going this year. Church, are you with me? Who's ready to move forward this year? Come on. Now, if you do have anything to take notes, you've got a Bible with you, please do. I hope this is going to encourage you today, set you on a good path for what is going to be an incredible year this year. And as Pastor Victoria mentioned, this coincides with our 21-day devotional. So if you're not on that, please follow along that. It's a great practice to add to your daily practice, which is really important for us as a church. So last week, Pastor Vic preached on moving on. So I guess today, everybody, you've moved on, right? You guys are all good. All the hurt's gone, all the pain's gone. You guys are ready for the next. Oh, that was quiet. Okay, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. We're moving on. Amen? Amen. Amen. I was thinking this week when I'm thinking about this type of message about today preaching on moving through. You know, I've got three children and you guys probably have heard that story, the age-old story, we're going on a bear hunt. We're going to catch a big one. You know that one? And it says we can't go over it, we can't go under it, we have to go through it. Come on, some of you guys know that story. We have to go through it. Through it. I wish I could stand here today and say you didn't have to go through it. But I will tell you now, you always have to go through it. To step into your future, you have to go through you have to go through this year as we step into all that God has for you, the promises of God, stepping into your calling. You have to move through it. So, our key scripture for today comes from the book of Philippians. If you have your Bibles, please open it to chapter 3. We're going to read this passage of scripture, verse 12 to 14. If you don't have your Bibles, it will be on the screen. Are you ready? Okay, it says, Not that I have already obtained. All this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. This is Paul speaking. Paul is speaking right now. He's saying, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining Toward what is ahead. I press on. Everybody say press on. Press on. on Toward the goal. To win the prize of which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Lord God, I pray, Lord, over your word. We thank you for your word. Lord, I pray, Lord, as we receive your word today, I pray that it would fall in good soil. Lord, as we look to you, Lord, as we move forward this year, I pray your Holy Spirit would come alongside us and guide us and lead us, Father. Lord, I pray as this message goes out, Lord, that it would encourage, Lord, every person listening today. And Lord, Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. In Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen. 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 So, Paul here. He begins by saying that he does not think of himself as like he has made it, okay? There's a humble posture. He brings into the play this thought, and this is contradictory, the already but not yet. The already but not yet of Christianity. The already we've received Jesus, but yet we haven't yet made it. We get on the journey, the already but not the yet. This is what he is breaking down in this passage of Scripture. Christ has come and made salvation possible, but it won't be complete until he comes again. Therefore, Paul has not been made perfect when he believed in Jesus. Instead, he's still striving imperfectly toward the goal which he will reach when Christ comes again. This is the idea, if you're reading the commentary, this is what is breaking down the pieces of Scripture here. We think that Jesus took a hold of Paul, right? And so Paul could take a hold of the prize that he is striving for. Because Jesus has Paul, Paul can press forward to win the prize. He says this, that he does one thing. He presses forward while forgetting what is behind Paul doesn't throw away his memories, that's impossible, of what happened in the past. He just doesn't let them influence his future. That is for you today, church. That is for you. Just like God doesn't have amnesia when it comes to our past, what we've done, as much as we wish that when we said yes to Jesus, our past was completely gone. The past is there, but that does not influence God and who He sees us as. He sees us through His Son. He doesn't look to your past or your pain or your hurt or your struggle. He just sees His Son in a perfect and perfect will of His Son that died for you today, that died for me. He does not influence the way He sees us. This passage of Scripture is about who we are becoming in Christ. The journey, the apprenticeship, the fellowship of becoming more like Jesus. That is our goal, church. Every single person in this room, I don't know what goals you've set this year, but that is your number one, to become like Jesus. So maybe this year you have specific goals, you have callings, you have dreams, you have ideas, maybe you have aspirations you're striving for. I know as a church, we're moving forward as a church, man. We can't wait to see that land turn. We're seeing buildings built. We're moving forward this year. We are going forward as a church. Throughout scripture, we see time and time again, story after story where God called a people or a person to something to move forward. But to do so, there was a journey of moving through. So, let's get into it. The Israelites. What a perfect example of this. We see the moving on. We see God come to Moses as a burning bush. And he says and he gives him a word. He calls him out to the future he has for the people. Then we wish he could turn the next day and step into his promised land. But there's a moving through. We see the exodus of Egypt, the parting of the sea, the wandering in the desert, the the striving, the struggle, the hurt, the pain. And then we get to this place called Jericho. Joshua 6.20, it says, When the trumpet sounded, the army shouted. And at the sound of that trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. And so everybody charged straight in and took the city We wish it just turned up at that point, but there was a journey of moving through to get there. As a people, they were stepping into the promises of God, but they came to a quick realisation that what God had for them wasn't just going to come without challenge. From the time they stepped in the promised land, they discovered that there is a city that needs to be defeated. To move forward into what God has for them, they had to move through very real challenges. They couldn't just go under it. They couldn't go over it. They couldn't go around it. They had to go through it, had to go through it. So this year to move through in 2024, it requires three things. Are you ready? Number one, it requires faith. It requires faith. Two parts to this. Firstly, church, this year, I do, we do need a conviction of faith that God has called us. You are called, church. He has called you. I'm not just standing here as the called one, but we all are called. Every single person, Paul says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You are called today. 2 Timothy 1.9 says in the Amplified, for he delivered us and saved us and called us with a holy calling, a calling that leads to a consecrated life, a life set apart, a life of purpose, not because of our works or because of our own personal merit. We could do nothing to earn this, but because of his own purpose and grace, his amazing Undeserved favor, which was granted to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. This calling is not just for pastors or leaders. This is for you. This is for all of us. You are called. We are his workmanship. We are his workmanship. You are a part of his masterwork, his work of art. Created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used, church, for good works which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which He set so that we would walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us, it says in Ephesians. We are called. You are called today. you got to remember that. You had faith in the calling. Secondly, in that... To have faith, church, you need to have faith in the response that yes, you are called, but you need faith to move through. There is a faith response. Almost always, when God calls you into something, there is a sacrifice, there is a letting go, there is a moving on that needs to happen. No blessing from God in your life will go uncontested, church. Yes, God will come into battle beside you. He will help you. He will bring you to victory. But if you desire to move forward into what God has for you, then you must go through challenges. But we have faith because he walks through them beside us, with us. Throughout Scripture, we see this exemplified. You think about Moses. You think about Joshua. You think about Gideon. You think about Esther. There's a calling. But then there is a moving through to step into what God had called them into. There is a moving through, but it requires faith. It does, it requires faith. There is a step of faith required to move through to what God has called you to this year, church. It requires faith. The continuous challenges in moving through in our lives is not to settle when it becomes hard, when challenges arise or it doesn't look like the way you envisioned it. We can't settle for comfort or lose the faith Lose heart, it requires faith, church. We need faith to move forward, but we also need the fire of God. Number two, fire. Fire. Jeremiah 20, verse 9 says this, His word burns in my heart like a fire. It's like a fire in my bones. I'm worn out trying to hold it in. I cannot do it. The fire of God, it's put in you, church. God places the fire of God, his fire inside of you. It's not something that we have done. He puts and places the fire upon us. It, with receiving the fire brings energy, it brings zeal, it brings passion. For what is ahead? You, if, if you've been in church long enough, you would have heard some of the language of, you know, that person's on fire, on fire for Jesus. If you've heard that, would you raise a hand? Alright, yeah, you've heard that, okay. There's a season you hear of people where it's like, yeah, that person, oh man, look, they're on fire for Jesus. You can see it. It's tangible, right? You can see it upon them. Now, this isn't just a Christianese idea or thought or some language that we use, but the idea, this is referring to the fire of God, that he sets a light in us. It brings passion. It brings energy. It brings direction. Maybe in this, you're in this room today and you remember a time in your life where you were on fire for Jesus. And maybe you feel like, you know, Caleb, today, I just feel like that fire is being extinguished. Man, he wants to help you today to set that fire inside of you alight. He wants to. Paul says this to Timothy, 2 Timothy 1.6. For this reason, I remind you, To fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of hands. Paul is reminding Timothy to fan the flame. Church, there is a personal responsibility to fan the fire upon you today, church. He's placed a fire in you, but it's up to you to fan it. We have to fan the fire. The fruit of that means energy. It means passion. It means direction. It helps us to step into, to get through to what God is calling us to. We need the fire of God. You may think, Kayla, that sounds very religious. I'm telling you now, I don't want to live a life without the fire of God upon me. I'm going to do whatever it takes to try and fan that fire to fill me, to renew me, to refire me for what is ahead. I don't want to be stuck here but I want to move through. We need the fire of God. Church, in the midst of moving through this year, don't push these practices aside, but instead step into them. See, the byproduct of the fire of God is renewal. Refresh, re-energize to keep you moving through. If anyone in this room has seen after a bushfire, you understand what a bushfire does. It looks like horrific damage it comes through and sweeps through a place but if you know you understand the power of a bushfire and what happens when a fire scorches a land what it does is it takes away the old amen what it does is it burns away it takes away the dead things the things that are stopping new growth. The things that are causing you to be stagnant, things to not step into. Amen, church. I'm prophesying this over you today, that the fire of God is going to come upon you and it's going to burn up the dead things. It's going to take away the things that have been holding you back. What, what it does after you see after a fire, you see the land scorched days, weeks later, you see new growth. You see green. You see fruit coming back. You see trees growing higher and further than they ever could reach. Because the fire renews. That's my prayer for you today, church. You would be refilled with the fire of God, amen? To move through, to press on, to take hold of what God has for our lives personally. And as a community, it requires faith. Requires fire. And it requires focus. Can you see the three F's there? Flows there. Very clever. Thank you, mum. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal, to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward. You know, before Jesus came into our lives, some of you may remember a time where you were headed towards a destination or a path that was leading you to a place where God hadn't promised, God hadn't directed, created for you, that call that was upon your life. Some of you may remember that moment. You know, the goal of the world would have you focusing on the wrong things. But the call of God literally changes our life's direction, our plan. You are called today. You know, we think about even the time you read over the Israelite story and looking from an external perspective, and I find I get frustrated. <laughs> suddenly we need, okay, manner of heaven, okay, we need direction, okay, we need direction. God keeps providing, they keep forgetting, God keeps providing, they keep forgetting, they keep losing their focus. They keep losing their focus time and time again. Even though God had called them, they've seen the miracle after miracle, they keep losing focus. Church, that is not who we want to be. I want to keep my eyes heavenward. I want to press on. I want to reach the goal. I want to look to him. I want to keep my focus this year. Amen. Even think about this. Jesus in his life, he even in moments had to keep focus on his purpose. In Mark, it talks about Jesus and he's moving through the lands and he's going through and he's healing the sick and he's casting out demons and people who were oppressed and he's doing the work. He's going out and he's healing people. And then you see Jesus, he suddenly sneaks away, finds a quiet place to seek his father. To refocus, his disciples find him. We see in Mark 1, verse 32, and his disciples find him. They say, Jesus, where are you? All the people are out there waiting for you. They have needs, they need healing. And Jesus says, Let's go to this next town. Let's leave this place and go to the next place. Because what he does is he says, I know my purpose. He says this. And then he said to them, let us go to the next town that I may preach there also, for that is why I came. And he went throughout Galilee preaching in the synagogues and casting out demons. Church, distractions can come, but they can look like a lot of things in life and not all distractions look bad or wrong. There's things in your life that can distract you this year that may look good, but is it God? Is it where God's leading you this year? Is it what God has called you to step into this year? Distractions may come, but we must press on, look toward the goal, keep our focus. The key is keeping your focus on what God has called you into. For us, personally, collectively, as a church, we must keep our focus to move forward. 2024, I'm moving forward. We're moving forward into all that God has for us this year. Imagine church. Imagine 2024, the year that you moved on, the year that you moved on from that thing that's been holding you back and you stepped into the purpose that God has called you to. Imagine 2024 was the year where you moved through that thing that has been causing you anxiety and pain and hurt. Maybe this year is that moment that you're going to move on and move through to all that God has for you this year. Church this year, we are moving through. Amen? Are we moving through? We're moving through. We strain for what is ahead. We press on toward the goal. From forgetting the things behind, but we are pressing on. Jesus should always be our goal, church. He is the price. He is. Place him in your forefront today, place him in your sights. Look to Him, chase after Him, pursue Him. Press on toward Him. Our prize is the treasure that is His presence. It's Jesus. This year, we are moving forward. We're moving on. We're moving through and we are moving into all that He has for us. Amen. That is our prayer for for you this year. So if you feel comfortable, would you stand with me? Wherever you're at, would you stand? Thank you team, yeah. And we're going to pray and I'm going to pray over first of all I'm going to pray over all of us and then I want to give people in the room an opportunity to respond to, to Jesus this morning. But right now if you feel comfortable would you close your eyes? Would you lift your hands in this place? Thank you Jesus. Lord Jesus this morning Father we thank you lord that even today that we can gather in your house in your presence lord and we can stand lord here in your presence lord and worship you and love you and lord as we set our sights lord and what is above what is ahead lord as we press into you god i pray that lord your faith would fill us today lord that your fire would come upon our lives lord that you would help us to keep our eyes focused Lord Jesus, on what you have called us to. Lord, as we move forward this year, I pray that, Lord, we would forget the past. Lord, we would move on from those things that have been holding us back, that have been anchoring us. And Lord, we press on. Lord, I pray that you would help us, that your Holy Spirit would come beside us that you would guide us to move through. Lord, to move through the challenges and things that come against us this year. Lord God, I pray, Lord, as we step into and move into all that you have for us, Lord, the promises, the callings, the goals, the gifts, Lord, that you have placed in front of us. Lord, I pray this year that we would keep our focus and our attention on you for you are the price as we strive for you. Lord, as we become more like you, Oh, Jesus, I pray, help us, renew us, transform us, God, to reflect you. So, God, we thank you, Father, that you are moving us forward in 2024. Lord, that you have placed in us everything we need. Lord, to step into all that you have for us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. How good was that message? I know that you would have been blessed. Garden Church is a flourishing, life giving church based on the northern rivers of New South Wales. We have a passionate commitment to see you make a difference in your world, thrive in community, and most importantly, connect you to Jesus. Visit our website gardenchurch.com for more details of ministries, our heart, and even some great resources to empower your life. Be blessed. Go and be life-giving.